the We're Alive cast, a fan cast dedicated to a story of survival. Welcome to the We're Alive fan cast. This is our pre-season four show. This is Mick. This is Mr. Redbeard. This little preseason four show is all about introducing ourselves, introducing this show, and you know, getting us all ready for season four. Just to throw out a few ways for you guys to contact us, we're WA Fancast on Twitter. You can visit our website at mcred.com and email us at we're alive at mcred.com. That's M I C K R E D dot com. That's right, and we're going to cover each episode. The week they come out, we're gonna we're gonna have a show come out that Thursday. So any week there's a new We're Live, you can expect a new We're Live fan cast that Thursday. Also, uh, this show is gonna be um, kid friendly. So if there's any parents out there who's gonna who who like to listen to podcasts while they're working in the house or driving in the car, if your kids are listening, it's gonna be okay. I mean, now if, if we have to get into themes that uh, kids you know might not want to listen to. We're probably going to mention that at the top of the show and before we get to those themes. But there's usually not many that not many that bad out there, but we'll definitely want to keep y'all in mind. <laughs> Go ahead, easy on us, but definitely give us any feedback or suggestions. We, we want to improve, and we've got a couple other podcasts in mind that we'll cover at the end of the show. Definitely. And also, uh, Mr. Redbeard, he was a National Guard soldier. So I think that's going to bring a little bit of perspective uh, to our story, and uh, especially since Cross and Tink were both Army reservists. Cool. Um, just real quick before we go further, uh, I just wanted to address the issue of the uh, iPhones and iPads being able to download the episodes. We are working on that, I'm contacting the hosting provider. If we have to, we'll go to a third party to host the actual podcast files, but... We're working on that, and just know that the website's still kind of in its beta form. Yes, and I was speaking to another, um, somebody on Twitter that has an iPhone. They were using a different app. I think it was called Pocket Casts, and I'll put those in the, put that in the show notes uh, just to be sure. But yeah, I think he said he used Pocket Casts. worked just fine, and it's only the podcast app that you get from the iTunes store that's part of Apple. Yeah, it's kind of weird because when you go into the preview of the podcast, it plays fine right from the in your iPad window. And so I, I don't know what the issue is. Everybody's complaining about how iTunes is set up so differently than everybody else, and they require something so specific. But, eh, we'll figure it out. Yep, that's, that's all I had, uh, Redbeard, if you wanted to move into predictions. Okay. So Mick put out, on Twitter earlier with uh, WA Fancast at WA Fancast, what uh, what people have as predictions for the season or what they hope to see or so we're alive replied death period. No, actually that uh, that wasn't me that was asking that. That was uh, a a different group that was asking. They were trying to just like prodding him because he whoever was doing the, whoever runs the we're alive Twitter feed. I was like, you know, I don't really want to say anything. I was oh, like, come on, right. can't you give us something? He replied back, death. Which I think will lead into my first question that I wanted to ask you. Okay. Is uh, who will live and who will die? And uh, just kind of run through some of the main characters. 
Uh, as far as who I think who will live, I think it'll be Saul, Datu, or Datu, sorry, Victor, and, you know, probably the lawyer because they're like cockroaches. <laughs> I can't. I can't even remember her name. I just don't like her character that much. Kelly, I think Kelly. That's Kelly. Yes. Yep. So did you, did you just have? Did you have Victor in there? Yeah, Victor. I think is going to live. Okay. He and seems. He seems smart enough to know where to go. Right. Let's see. I haven't. I really haven't given it much thought. I wanted to kind of come at this angle, just fresh and not putting too much analysis into it but i think i think saul and lizzie and the baby are going to make it i don't want to go too much further into that because it's going to lead into one of my other questions but i think they're going to make it <laughs> for sure let's see who else do you want to talk about who's not going to make it yet i i think and this is just me is michael and bert are definitely going to be done yeah, unfortunately, that's why I wanted to ask because I was going to move on to Bert and say, yeah, I don't know, I don't, I really don't think he's going to make it, and I'm pretty positive that I don't think Michael's going to make it. As much as I don't like that, and Michael's one of my favorites. Yeah. Even though I, I've said before he was kind of a jerk early on, but still, he's just, it's just how he how he is. I I do like him. Well, you know, I find the only reason I want him to stick around is because he's for the good of the group. But I really don't have any emotional ties to Michael. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because I can partly be a tool like he is. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> but uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's it's such a weird thing. Like I have no emotional tie there. Let's see. What other big-name characters... Uh, what about Saul's mom? I don't. I mean, Tanya. Yeah, she could be in a. That could be an emotional thing if if she was to die. I because it, it'd be weird for Saul's whole group just to make it skate. You know, just free if Bert and Michael die. I hope she does make it because I think she's the key to finding out a cure or an immunization or something like that. I mean, she's really the only medical person on that they have with the group right now. That's right. I'm glad you said that. I need to add that. I need to add a different point to my theories down here. Cause I didn't, did not even write it down. It's something else. To... You were making notes about Tanya and being a doctor and a key, you know, I said that she's going to be a key to figuring this whole thing out. Yes. Yes. But it led me into the theory section. I'm just going to leave that. Until we get to that that part there, I don't want to mess up the flow of the show. Okay, let's see. Any other big name characters that I'm not thinking of? You mentioned everybody. I haven't thought more than I was. I wanted to start with the big three. You know, Michael, Angel, um, well, Saul, and I kind of expected us to probably lose two of the three by the end. And I think they're yeah, going to Saul. So. I figure we will. I'm hoping CJ makes it to be able to fight the big fight later. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping Scratch dies. Yeah, you know, I've I've heard uh, Casey Wayland in, interviewed a few times, and it seems like every time he says it's you know it's going to be final, it's going to be over. There's not going to be any question. There it sounds like no loose ends, you know, right. out there. And Scratch making it, unless it's some kind of huge redemption story. Uh, for her, then it just wouldn't make any sense. 
Uh, they probably will. They'll try. To, they'll probably try to make us like her. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. <laughs> the actress who plays her. I mean, I was thinking the other day when I was listening to the recap. I was like, the actress that plays her must be pretty good because I really can't stand Scratch at all. That's true. And what, what's is Souls? Wait. Like to the point that I don't even like her being on the show hardly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, but the only time it turned around is when he was helping out with Lizzie. I mean, when she was helping out with Lizzie with the pregnancy. Right, right. And I thought that's when they were going to do that whole flip on us, but it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. Any other deaths? Uh, I mean, then Victor might be fodder because he's kind. he's got to be popular. And that would be a good one to to hurt the audience with if you're mean like that. Uh, the people they brought back from from Irwin are probably goners. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of figuring because we don't know anything about their stories really. No, nope. and there's not enough time in the last season to really cover them. I wouldn't think, but I could be wrong. I don't know. What What do you think about Riley? Riley, that was kind of Angel's love interest, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, maybe. And well, I guess, you know, I, it's really going to show her mental capacity after this because she doesn't know about Angel yet. That's right. That's right. That's going to that's going to hurt her and hurt Michael and that that group probably er, probably early in the season. We're going to see that happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, cuz they got to get together and share that information of what they learned back and forth. And I think that's where a lot of things are going to start coming together they're gonna hopefully tie up some of the theories about why what and how i was thinking about picking who i think's gonna die even though bert's i mean i don't want bert to die i don't want michael to die i like them both i do have as far as the story goes emotional uh connection to both of them i like them both but i think they're probably gonna die and i was just imagining people like not liking us because they're like oh they want michael and bert to die but no, nothing like that. <laughs> I just I think they're both gonna die. Um, Bert for yeah, I don't he's want them to. He's awesome. He's been around for a long time, so it's gonna have a lot of resonance. That's the word to use there. Uh, Michael, <laughs> him and Pegs have been kind of off on again, off again, and I imagine they're probably gonna be back on the upswing, and then he'll have to make some kind of huge sacrifice. It's such a weird relationship. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, as far as anyone else, I don't really know. I might say Victor's on the chopping block and the Irwin guys are on the chopping block. I can't think of anyone else, really, that no. I know for sure of that I think will not make it. And I'll, 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 I'll add to as the season goes along, probably. I don't know okay. how much further I can back off of them. Yeah, it, it, it'll it'll change as the season goes along. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, you want to talk about any of the other comments from the Twitter? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm glad you said that because that, that I had this in a different section. But uh, at at Regarama tweeted, all I care about is Bert getting the kill scratch, and I, I can't. And when I saw that, I think I probably smiled. It was a great. Uh, it's the great quote. And as I thought about it, though, because I, I was just thinking about the recap that I just listened to, 
as I thought more about it, I was like, it kind of makes sense. Bert was there and didn't like her during the Scratch's very first appearance. And, of course, he's doing a little bit of payback for what just happened to him and Shirley and his finger and all that. Oh, yeah. I know. I hope he gets it. I don't, I don't know what he's going to do, and I'm sure it's going to be outlandish, but it's going to be awesome. Yeah, and it, it might be his dying moment, too. That might be how how he dies is, and I, I think that's a, I think that's acceptable too. Right. I think it'd be I think it's gonna he's gonna go out with a bang. It'd be a good death. Phone <laughs> reward. I I got to ask the first question on the predictions. Did you want to ask the next one? I think that was the only. Well, there were, there's not, there's just a couple comments really, but Rigorama also says I really hope CJ survives. I, I'm in the same boat because I, I I really took to her during this last season and her interaction with uh, Saul and Victor. That's right. I was, uh, I found myself at some, one, some points like kind of cheering for her. Like, Oh man, she sounds pretty awesome. Maybe Saul should be with her. Then I was like, and maybe I was thinking that because I thought maybe Lizzie wouldn't make it for some reason and he would have somebody to fall back on. I don't know. Yeah. But no, <laughs> he's, he, he's uh head over hills for Lizzie. Yeah. Blondie. Uh, for, for Blondie, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. All right. Well, here's a, a big question. Will it end on a positive note? Mm-hmm. And I didn't ask you that before. I wanted to, but I really wanted to save it till now. Give you a chance to think about it. That's uh not to not give you too long of a chance to think about it. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. unfair and yeah. that's a big question. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. You can answer it next week too if you'd like. I think that's that's a difficult one to answer. I don't know if it's going to be all peachy keen even in the end. I, I think we're going to lose a majority of the people. Oh yeah, yeah. But what I'm thinking of, what I'm, let me qualify it. A positive note to me is, um, they've beat the bads, the zombies, and they're going to you know repopulate the earth basically. Or they figure out what's causing it, they can stop it, and then they can try to rebuild the Earth. That would that would be positive, you know. Negative being doesn't look like anybody's gonna make it, or uh, the zombie apocalypse is still full on, and there's nothing they can do about it, or everybody dies. I, I think, I honestly think they're gonna take out the smart zombies. I think that's gonna be their objective. And it's probably the only way to really uh, to take them down, and you'd be left with a bunch of you know roving hordes of the slower, stupid zombies. Right. I, I I think it's when it in when the show ends, there's still gonna be a survival aspect for a long time. But Definitely. I think it'll overall, I think it will be positive. Definitely. All right. That's all I really had for predictions, except for one small one was Michael and Pegs. Are they going to get together like and be happy for any amount of time this season? I don't think Michael's capable. Hmm, that's a bold prediction. I think I think they will. So that's good. We can kind of like have that going back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to get together. No, they're not. He's he's a baby. He's an emotional baby. <laughs> emotional baby <laughs> that's awesome that's great 
So this is kind of kind of prediction level, but it's more questions I hope we get answered. Um, you know, they talked about Inglewood being ground zero, but it also happened in Hawaii and when Kalani came over. So my 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 immediate question was, is there some kind of seismic activity that is related? You know, I, I, I'm trying to figure out how the two are connected. That's what I'm... See, that's what I think a lot of people are thinking is that somehow maybe it's seismic coming from underground. We got these cracks with the, the stuff coming out of it. But we get to hear from the very beginning Michael at school, and there's not any mention of a, some earthquake, you know? I think there would be, especially a, uh, on a global scale. Right? Uh, that, that's what I didn't understand, cracks. too. The other thing with that is, okay, you, you mentioned that, you know, it happens while he's in school, and he gets a call immediately from his unit saying, report. Right. Um, why? It's not common for the National Guard let alone the reserves to respond to an uh, respond to a situation like that. You, normally, the law enforcement get, uh, gets exhausted first, and then after that, you know, once that starts to rear its head, then the National Guard or reservists are brought in. Right. So that makes me wonder: Did the government already know this was going to happen? Did they know this is a possibility? And that's why they were so preactive, you know, proactive in getting them out there and getting them rolling. Hmm. Yeah, and that's strange, especially it was so quick because Angel didn't even know uh, what was happening, and he was the one calling them in. Right. So I'm hoping I'm hoping to answer a lot of the ground zero questions that they left hanging. Mm-hmm. And then so some other theories that that's that's a interesting question on i think the origin and that's the same that i had was if the la is ground zero how come kalani's having the same things happen at the same times it seems like while he's in hawaii so far away unless it has to do with the ring of fire or something like that but uh is i think people are asking and i want to know is you know the tattoo head or the guy in the suit or whatever we're calling them is he behind it ultimately? Oh. Yeah, you know, and they posed that question too within the show. And I started to doubt that once the Hawaii thing came up. Mm-hmm. Unless every epicenter has its own incredibly intelligent leader of the zombies. Yeah. And especially since, I mean, the entire nation, like... Major Kemet said, entire nation is disorganized except for Boulder and Irwin, which I didn't I didn't remember that from listening to in season three. But yeah, during the recap it said the only places that they were organized was Boulder and, and Irwin. Two places in the entire nation. Yeah, I thought that was a little strange too, but you know, it was also when Colonel Kemet was talking about that, they it, you know, it was brought up time and time again that they didn't have the f- the fast-moving zombies, the smart zombies, or the really huge zombies in these places further out from California. Yeah. So did they ever address... I mean, was this ever on the East Coast as well? 
I don't okay. know. I don't know if we're if we're told that. I don't think we I don't were. remember being told that. But I mean, it, it, the the outbreak happened so quickly and spread so quickly that I could see how I could take out the nation. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just I'm really mesmerized by the whole Ground Zero locations and what those mean. Yeah. Hey, hey, Redbeard. Hey, Mick. I've got uh, one more theory, which we were talking about earlier. I wanted to mention you were talking about Saul's mom and her possibly being the key to uh, uncovering this whole thing. And this is the theory I had pretty early, and I wish we'd been doing a podcast or maybe I'd been active on the forums or something like that. So I've been wanting to say, I've thought for a long time, and I can't remember exactly what it was right at first. That made me think this, but I've thought for a long time that Saul is immune. What do you think about that? Oh, definitely. I mean, especially after they talked about his mom having been bit and his, you know, they kind of put that gray area in there because of the, uh, the IV that he had in his arm. Right. But I mean, he had direct contact with zombie blood after he got shot on accident. That's right. That's right. I remember that. I remember there being something that early on on the show that made me think, and it may even have been whenever he was in that car and was crushed. Maybe something in that made me think about it. But I wish I could have been like, oh, maybe this has happened. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah it I was. I think it's all but confirmed after the gas piece. Yeah, and then you know, the, finding out that in uh, Boulder or or Fort Irwin, I mean, that Saul's mom Tanya had been bitten and that's why they quarantined her. But, you know, CJ's theory on it was that it was the IV, the antibiotics that he was on. Right. Which I forget what the antibiotics were. I think there were some pretty stout stuff though. Yeah. I think they had to be cause he wasn't responding to the, responding to the others or something like that. But some, yeah, something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was. All right. On to the next point. Let's talk about the zombies and theories about them. I don't really have any, but I was kind of want to have fun with this. So we've got these different types of zombies, which normally I wouldn't like in my zombie fiction, but I do when we're alive. Uh, <laughs> who was the big zombie <laughs> in real life? <laughs> was it? I mean, was it a, just a big guy, or was he working in like a freaking nuclear reactor or something? I mean, what? Uh, did these did different it? zombies mean something about the way they lived, or was? How did they or, were, or were they made like the initial little ones? Oh, keep going. They were made? I, that's what I understood with the first ones. And now after they were... Because remember they were in the in the basement of the hospital and it had all these... these. I don't know. Everything was just blood splattered. It looked like they were mixed matching parts. And it was the guy in the pinstripe suit. You know, he, that's... That's where they were tying everything back to him. That's where those original theories came from. So, is he making them? You know, because there's some that are so specialized. But later on, the little ones, when they attack someone else, they created another one. Like that person turned into that. Right. So they and quickly. The, I mean, like yeah, rapid. But I don't know. Either these started out as children, and they were. I don't know. There, there's so many things it could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other theory is that it's based on their intelligence uh, before they were turned. Right. I could see that. I Which could see that being a good theory. 
Which leads us right back to who were these big guys before? Were they football players? Because <laughs> they talk about the, you know, they had their arena. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't wait till that's explained. I mean, because that that's just wild. I mean, they, were, they had entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> and they were purposely not eating those people so right. that they could enjoy the, you know, the whole spectacle of tearing them apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this 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 season's gonna be a blast. Let's see, and uh, I think that's that's in every, all my notes that I had to talk about tonight, other than just a few other things. You know, the biggest question I have. What's that? It's what happened to Skittles, and will we see him again? We've got to see Skittles. Dude, he's like I my don't know favorite how he character went this whole time without saying Skittles. Skittles, <laughs> Skittles, maybe I don't know. He's awesome. He's like Christopher Walken or something. It's like, show <laughs> up more. Yeah, I'm really if excited to see him. It would be lame, but he's perfectly been used. He's been used perfectly so far. Yeah, you know what I want him to do? Like after everything's said and done, all the big battles are over. I want him to wander through the through the the debris field afterwards, and like nothing was going on. Yeah. <laughs> or be like, you know, I thought. Or maybe like reference some line he said early on, and that would have been the fix for everything, you know? Like it <laughs> yes. seemed like an incoherent babble, but he was really telling them, "Dude, you just shut this valve off, and they all die." <laughs> or he's the one. Or he's the one that's responsible for all of it. Yes, even better. <laughs> even better. So I couldn't be more excited about the twenty sixth. Yep, it's coming up. It's just a few days. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited about the 26th too. The show's coming up, and we're gonna get a chance to to speak with the all the listeners of uh, We're Alive, and whether or not they listen to this or not, they're gonna see us talking about it at least. Maybe they'll throw us their feedback and suggestions, theories and uh, predictions as well, and have a lot of fun. And also, I mean, maybe in the distant future, if they do, like Mr. Redbeard came up with this idea. I mean, if they if they move on into an animated series, we'd definitely love to cover that. I mean, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I've heard that rumor a couple times about using the audio tracks as they sit and doing an automated animated series right over the top of it. I could see that very easily, and I'm really surprised there's not uh, some fan people that have that you know haven't done it already to one or two of the shows because I mean it seems like I'm not an animator but it seems like an animator could put together some South Park looking stuff and I would wa- <laughs> I would watch that I don't know <laughs> I, I would too <laughs> but, so also we've got a few other things um, our little production group is called Mick Red and we've got a couple other shows that we've got planned we don't want to talk about all of them yet but there is one that we're that we have that's in pre-production right now, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And if you listen to We're Alive, chances are you might kind of already be into this subject already. But you want to tell them about it? We're doing a show called Dare to Survive, where we take dares from the audience and we go put them to the test in wilderness survival and urban survival. So as long as they're within reason and they're not going to get us killed or arrested we're probably going to do it yeah and this is going to be i mean we're not super serious like 
survivalists that know everything about survival. We just we like to go camping and do fun stuff like that. But we also like to learn about survival. And if, if you guys are interested in, you know, submitting some kind of dare, like, you know, trying to do something that you've seen or heard about, uh, we would love to try it. And this is going to be a, uh, a video. I don't know if we're going to call it a podcast or not. It's definitely going to be on YouTube and uh, have some video to it. And it'll have us going through what it takes to try to accomplish this, whatever the dare would be. And, of course, it can't be anything that would just be too ridiculous. Like, you know, go hold your breath for three hours underwater, you know, <laughs> under a rock. Yeah. No, nothing no. like that. Something that could possibly be done. So I, I know I'm looking forward to it, and we hope to start recording this fall. Yeah, we're definitely look at, looking at starting this fall. And the earlier we get dares and can, be, uh, can begin the production process on that, the earlier we can get those out. Okay, hey, this is Future Mick here. I'm hopping in here for a little quick edit. Uh, I need to do a special thanks to the Two True Freaks at twotruefreaks.com. They've got a great kind of geek podcast going there. but They talk about all kinds of great stuff. But anyways, uh, they have an excellent post on podcasting tips recently. And uh, it's really helped me get this show off the ground. And really, I just want to give a special thanks to Chris Honeywell, who spent a lot of time with me just going back and forth with uh, different ways to be able to get this show going. Also, uh, a shout out to Dead Reviews. Uh, Dead Reviews is uh, on Twitter. They're at Dead Reviews. And their YouTube channel can be found in the show notes as well as the Two True Freaks website. And they, they have an, actually a, an interview coming up next week with Claire Doden and Elisa Elliott, who play Riley and Pegs, respectively. And just want to include that. Let's move on with the show. So again, uh, you can look for updates on mickred.com and uh, follow us on Twitter, WA Fancast. And what's our Facebook? Our Facebook, uh, if you just search for uh, We're Live Fancast at Facebook, you'll find it. It's got the same picture as everything else. Uh, Same name. Also, we'll be on YouTube. I mean, if say you don't have your MP3 player or something, something like that, all of our shows will also be going out to YouTube. So you can listen to them on there as well for some reason. All right, so uh, Redbeard, you have anything else for us tonight? I don't. Until next week, I'm Mr. Redbeard. And this is Mick. Y'all have a good week. See you next Thursday. Thanks for listening to the We're Alive Fancast. If you would like to send feedback to the show, you can email us at we'realive at mickred.com, and we will read your mail on the show. We want to know what you think about We're Alive each week. Tweet us or email us your theories and reactions to that week's show. You can tweet us at at WAFancast. Visit our website at mickred.com. Mickred is always spelled M-I-C-K-R-E-D. You can find the We're Alive Fancast on Facebook. Just search We're Alive Fancast. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for letting us use his song Ghost Apocalypse in this podcast. This has been a Mick Red production. Okay, you go first. What am I saying? What, what are we saying? Goodbye. Signing off. <laughs>
Is that what we're doing? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I miss it. That's gonna be an even better ending. So what are we doing? Are we signing off or something? Bye. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for letting us use his song "Go, go Ghost Apocalypse" in his podcast. Oh. <laughs> Blah. On the ground, he lay there, and as he began to draw in a deep breath, he thought of one thing. <laughs>